Welcome to Take Another Five, your weekly podcast on a bit of this and a bit of that. Hosted by Donna J. Jodhan. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to my weekly podcast called Take Another Five. I live in Toronto, Canada, and I'm an author, blogger, editor, entrepreneur, and law student. I enjoy doing what I enjoy doing, and I enjoy bringing lots of information to you with the hope that you enjoy listening to it. And I'd like to start by thanking you for all of your feedback that you have given to us this week because it is only with you and through you that Take Another Five can continue to move along. So, without much more ado, I'd like to start with asking you this question. Last week, I played for you the sound of the blowing horn of a ship in the harbour. And many people liked this sound, and now we want to know what one of your favorite sounds could be. Is it the sound of running water? Is it the sound of waves as they break upon the shore gently and softly? Could it be the sound of a chiming clock as it chimes the hour? Or maybe it's singing birds as they sing outside your window. Or maybe it's something entirely different, but we want to know what your favorite sound or one of your favorite sounds could be. Why don't you send us an email and let us know. Info at sterlingcreations.ca Now it's time to talk about the five segments that make up Take Another Five. And we'll start by telling you all about what's great for you to try out as a recipe in our kitchen corner. It's always great to have recipes that you can use in a time crunch or you can use in an emergency or just to try out. Our second segment for this week has to do with Take Another Five with Technology and it's all about apps and lower level technology which we will be starting to talk about next week. Second, The third sec- segment is all about the five minutes mystery and in that segment we talk about mysteries that we would like for you to solve or help us solve and these are mysteries that have been written by me as author Donna Jodham. The fourth segment is in the end zone with the entrepreneur where we pass on tips to you if you are an entrepreneur or a prospective entrepreneur. And in segment five, we talk about being aware of bullying and being aware of scams that are presently making the circuit. It's always important to know what is going on around you. So there are the five segments for our Take Another Five. 
And without much more ado, let's get rolling. And for the mystery of last week, the emerald egg, we sincerely hope that you've been able to come up with who did it, or at least come up with trying to solve this mystery. So, who did it? And who survived? Barry Barranto survived. Vladimir was the one who had ascended the stairs to the yacht, and he found who he had thought was Barry Barranto sitting at the computer, and he had fired a single shot at Barry. Barry Barranto had planted a life-sized dummy in his place and had dressed the dummy in his own clothes. When Vladimir had fired, the dummy had fallen across the computer. But Vladimir did not stop to check for anything as he had turned to go. It was Yang Tai who had fired and had killed him. Yang Tai had followed Vladimir onto the yacht and had watched him fire his gun. Yang Tai thought that he had taken care of business by killing Vladimir and he did not stop to check for anything. As he had turned to go, Barry Baranto had shot him dead. Baranto had then placed the two bodies in two body bags and had slipped them overboard by shoving them with all of his might towards the shore. He had developed a plan before Vladimir's visit. He had obtained the two body bags the British Embassy. Sometime before he had done this, and a friend had helped him to make up the life-size dummy. He had placed the dummy at the computer when he saw Flanimer approaching, and had gone unhidden to wait. He had watched and smiled to himself as Vladimir had shot the dummy, and he had watched as Yang Tai had shot Vladimir. Then he had shot Yang Tai. Then he had picked up his cell phone and had called the British Embassy. He had been instructed to leave everything behind and vacate the yacht. This he did taking only his cell phone. Very smart, eh, of Barry Barranto? Well hatched plan, and he managed to get rid of his two nemesis, Vladimir and Yang Tai. We hope that you were able to identify the correct killer, at least identify who survived, and we hope you enjoyed this mystery. If you'd like to see or hear more of my mysteries, 
please do not hesitate to go to www.donnajohnhan.com slash store.html. Now it's time for us to move to segment one, Kitchen Corner, and we'll see you on the other side. Welcome to my kitchen corner. Hi there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment one of our weekly podcast called Take Another Five. Kitchen corner, and here we are. And it's all about cooking and cooking recipes or trying out recipes that are really easy to follow simple to work on, and we hope you're having fun with our Kitchen Corner. We'd like to thank our friend Mama Peach for sharing all of her recipes with us. She has an extensive library, library that is loaded and rich in content, with tons and tons of recipes from all kinds of categories. So, for this week... Let's see what we've got in our stock. And this one comes from the Simple Starters category. And it's Caesar Toast Appetizers. Mm -mm -mm. So first we have one egg beaten, one quarter cup of Caesar salad dressing, one 8-ounce tube refrigerated of crescent rolls, and they need to be separated. 2 cups of herb-flavored stuffing mix, and crushed, needs to be crushed. 1 third cup of grated Parmesan cheese. Now you mix the egg and salad dressing in a small bowl and set it aside. Cut, cut each crescent roll in half lengths. Okay, cut each crescent roll in half lengths wise, making 16 triangles. Okay, so you have eight crescent rolls, you cut them in half. Okay, so you now have 16 triangles. And you dip the triangles in the egg mixture, then place in crushed stuffing to coat both sides. Okay? So you have to coat both sides. Place the coated triangles one inch apart on an ungreased baking sheet. Sprinkle with Parmesan cheese and bake 375 degrees for 15 minutes. This makes 16 triangles. Delicious, eh? I can even smell the darn thing. All right, then. For our second recipe of the week, and this recipe can be used, you know, if you're in a hurry or if you're looking for something new to try. And 
It's the beef and black bean chili. It is in the chilies category. Okay. All right. One tablespoon of vegetable oil. One pound of boneless beef round steak cut into one inch cubes. One package, 14 ounces of frozen green and red bell pepper strips with onions. Let me back up a little bit here. Okay, sorry about that. Now let's continue on. One can of uh, 12 to 15 ounces black beans and you've got to rinse them and drain them. One can about 14 ounces of fire roasted diced tomatoes. Two tablespoons of chili powder one tablespoon of minced garlic, two teaspoons of ground cumin, one and a half ounce semi-sweet chocolate, all chopped, hot cooked rice, shredded cheddar cheese, and this is optional, and now you heat oil in large skillet over medium-high heat. Brown beef on all sides and transfer to the crock pot. Stir pepper strips with onions, beans, tomatoes, chili powder, garlic and cumin into the crock pot. Cover and cook on low for eight to nine hours. Turn off the heat after that and then stir in your chocolate until melted. Serve over rice, garnish with cheese. This makes four servings. Doesn't this sound delicious? I think it does and I've tried this one before and uh, I think it's great. So why don't you go out there and try this one? And if you'd like to know more about any of the recipes that we bring to you every week, please do not hesitate to write to us at info at sterlingcreations.ca. That's I-N-F-O at S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot C-A. Now it's time for segment two, and I'll see you on the other side. Time to take another five with technology. Hi again, and it's Donna Jill Jodhan, and welcome to segment two of Take Another Five. And it's Take Another Five with Technologies, where we're at right now. Normally, we talk about different apps that you could try uh, on your iDevice. 
But for this week, we felt that it was important for us to address a very interesting question that we received from a listener. And this listener wanted to know if apps are only beneficial to younger people. And in response to that, I would honestly say no. It does not matter if you've grown up with technology or not. I think apps are the way of the world today. They are becoming more and more of a popular way of accessing information. And as we all know, the iDevice is now a part of our landscape. And it is what many people are using to access information, to stay in touch with information, to stay in touch with each other. And there are all kinds of apps out there, apps for travel, apps for reading, apps for news, apps for cooking, apps for recipes, you name it, they've got it. And it seems as if developers, you know, their imaginations are the limit. It's limitless, or you can say the sky is the limit when it comes to apps. There's so many of them out there, and it really doesn't matter whether you're a younger person or an older person, whether you or not you grew up with technology. Apps are here to stay. And as time goes on, they are making apps more and more accessible, easier to use, easier to access, easier to understand. And, you know, from the youngest kid who is able to tap on their iDevice to the oldest, and I don't like using the word oldest, but, you know, from, as Frank Sinatra once said, from age 2 to 92, apps are for everyone. So this is our answer to the question that we received from last week. And we hope that this question answers, or sorry, the answer is what will help to make people understand more fully why apps are here and what they're for. We will have more technology for you next week. But in the meantime, you stay tuned for segment three, and we'll see you on the other side. Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment three of Take Another Five, the five minutes mystery moment. And for this week, we're going to get started with the president's partner. Okay, before we do this, though, I just wanted to let you know that I have been writing and recording my own audio mysteries since 2010, and they have been broadcast across the ACB radio network on the Internet. 
and at Accessible Media Inc. here in Toronto, Canada. We have produced two seasons and the third one is about to be released along with the 12 Days of Christmas box set. And if you'd like to know more, please visit us at www.donnajodhan.com slash store dot html. Now it's time for us to delve right into the President's Partner. All right. No president is ever safe from threats and secrets. And in the case of, St of Scott Sandusky, this and more surrounded him, and he had no way to escape it. Let's go to the scene of the crime. The nation had watched the unfolding of events on live television. An important press conference was about to begin. The nation's major TV networks were all there. So too were most major international press. The nation had watched as the president had entered the room. He had started to walk purposefully towards the raised podium. But just before he had gotten there, there was a loud bang, and great pandemonium had broken out. The president had apparently been shot, and he had lain motionless on the ground. Then somehow the president had disappeared. He was nowhere to be found. Not in his office, not in his living quarters. And the presidential limo was in its parking spot. The presidential helicopter was also in its pad. And the presidential plane was in its hangar. Hmm, what was going on? What could, have, what could the motives have been for someone wanting to have shot President Scott Sandusky? Well, there was a foreign government that had wanted the president dead. Someone else had threatened to kill the poor old president. And a local group had threatened to kidnap the president. And the other possibility is that the president may have faked his own disappearance. Who could the suspects be? Could it have been the president's three nephews? The, the dethroned president's assassins? A local fanatical group? Or could the president have faked his disappearance. Cause of death? The president had not been killed. He did not appear to have been fatally shot. This mystery deepens by the minute. President Scott Sandusky was a marked man. The president knew that his life was in danger 
from certain elements. He had been much liked by his people and had support from his government and he had had support from his military. But his country had recently invaded another country in order to help quell an uprising. And the dethroned president from that country had vowed to kill President Scott Sandusky. He had hired two top international killers to do the job, and they had managed to enter the country a few weeks previously. The president's three nephews had also wanted their uncle dead because they had accused him of killing their dad on a hunting trip. This had happened two years ago. The president had accidentally shot his brother doing, during a deer hunt and his brother had left everything to President Scott Sandusky leaving nothing for his sons. And now the sons had accused the president of shooting their dad in order to collect the massive fortune. The fortune was valued at hundreds of millions of dollars. The president's brother had lost his wife several years ago during childbirth and he had never recovered from his loss. He and the president had become inseparable, and the president had been devastated by the accident, and had recently told his wife that he no longer had the will to govern. A fanatical local group had recently threatened to kidnap President Scott Sandusky for ransom. They had accused him of not paying enough attention to their cause. They had wanted money to promote their cause. And they had said that the president had openly snubbed them. They were demanding $50 billion and a place on the president's military advisory committee. They would kill him if the demands were not met. There you have it. These are the facts for the president's partner. And we will return at the end of this podcast to give you some additional facts which will help you to solve the mystery. And you have a week to do so. And you can tell us next week what you think or you can listen in and see whether you are right or even close to being right. In the meantime, visit us at www.donnajodhan.com slash store.html and we'll see you on the other side for segment four. In the End Zone with the Entrepreneur Hi again, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and welcome to segment four of Take Another Five in the end zone with the entrepreneur. And we hope that our tips are helping you 
either as an entrepreneur or as a prospective entrepreneur or just someone who wants to pass on tips to your friends or family if they are entrepreneurs. Or you can even use our tips to help you become an expert in your own right. Have you ever thought of that? All right then, let's go to our tip for this week and it's this. It's a question. Can moms be entrepreneurs? Why not? Absolutely. But there are things you need to put in place as a mom or if you are a mom and you want to become an entrepreneur. Make sure you have enough time to devote to your venture. Make sure you choose something that is easy to sell. Make sure that it does not conflict with your family and your home. Make sure that you will have enough time to do both. That is, run your home and run your entrepreneurship. It's very, very important if a mom becomes an entrepreneur that they can allocate enough time to everything that they need to take care of. Entrepreneurship is something that demands a lot of time, care and attention. And yes, it can be done. There are moms who are very, very successful entrepreneurs. Now, some moms may wait until their kids are older to do it. Some moms enjoy doing it while their kids are growing up. And you know what? Sometimes it is their kids who give them ideas that they turn into entrepreneurship. So, yes, moms can be successful entrepreneurs. Okay, then, it's time for us to roll into segment five. We're almost at the end of Take Another Five for this week. And we'll see you on the other side. Help us beat the bullies and the scams. Hey again, it's Donna Jill Chodhan, and welcome to segment five, which is our final segment of Take Another Five for this week. I can't believe we're almost at the end of our podcast. I guess they say when you're having fun, you don't see the time passing. And we hope that you've been having fun just listening to our uh, podcast, just chilling out on your couch or sitting in your kitchen having a cup of tea or coffee or just lolling around on your back porch or, you know, doing anything that comes easy to you. All right, let's get going with segment five. And we're going to start with part one of segment five, which is the scam of the week. And believe it or not, this one has to do with you've been left in someone's will with a huge sum of money to collect. Someone that you don't even know. If you receive an email telling you that you have been left in someone's will, 
someone's name that you do not even recognize, just simply delete this email. It may appear to you as being very real and you may want to investigate further, but do not do so. If you make the mistake to reply to this email, then guess what? Your email address will be captured and the rest is now history. What do we mean by that? Your email address will be captured and before you know it, someone will be infiltrating your inbox, contaminating your computer system and bingo! you'll be in big, big trouble. So if you do not recognize the person who has left you tons and tons of money, hundreds of thousands of pounds or euros or even US dollars, please, please, please delete it. This is what we're telling you for this week and this is one of the scams that is going around. Okay then. Let's go next to building awareness about bullying. Is it easier said than done? Is it easier to say that we can beat bullying as opposed to believing that it can be done? Sure enough, it is easy to say, but we truly believe that it can be done. Help us beat the maybe bullies we're not trying scams. hard enough, or maybe we are not motivated enough, or maybe it is that we need to find ways to believe more and act more. Bullying is a rampant problem among us all. It affects every age group, every race, every religion, every culture and every country. It is worldwide and it exists everywhere. Bullying exists in the words we speak, in the actions that we carry out, in our thoughts, in the contents that we listen to, and the things we watch. In short, it is like a shadow that is always looming just behind us. So you see, we got to tackle the problem of bullying and we got to get involved in anti-bullying campaigns. And you can have a good start by visiting my bullying page or my page on bullying at www.donnajodhan.com. Now it's time for a wrap-up and we'll see you on the other side. Thank you for having taken another five. We wish you a fantastic day. Hey there, it's Donna Jill Jodhan and it's time for a wrap-up. Another week is in the books, another week has gone by, and now we're here to wrap or have another have a wrap for um take another five. But before we leave you, we need to give you some revelations for our mystery of this week, the president's partner. 
Each identified suspect had their own strong motive for having wanted to kill President Scott Sandusky. The president had known or knew one of his visitors very well. His nephews had visited him with an ultimatum shortly before. His early morning phone call was significant. Something did take place while he went jogging. He knew his cell phone caller, so to speak. Hmm. This is going to be a bit of a tough mystery to solve, but I think you can do it. We honestly feel that you can do it because I'll tell you something. The feedback that we've been getting tells us that people are on the ball and they're listening and they're thinking. So we want you to think and we want you to solve. All right, then. Another week is in the books, as we say. Uh, you can visit us at www.donnajodhan.com to learn more about Donna, author Donna Jodhan. Or you can write to us at info at sternandcreations.ca. You can follow us on Facebook, or I'm sorry, on Twitter at Accessible World or at author underscore Jodhan. Or on Facebook, you can like us at Author Donna Jodhan or just Donna Jodhan. Okay, so we wish you a great day, a terrific week. Keep a song in your heart and may the winds be at your back. And we'll see you same time, same place next week for Take Another Five. Bye for now.